0: To catch the end of uh, the Niners Ravens.
1: Yeah, oh.
0: oh no! Justin Tucker won with a walk-off 49-yard field goal.
2: Yeah, man, classic Tucky. He is a
0: monster. He's a monster mash.
1: No, 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 Graveyard smash. <laughs> is that a euphemism for sex?
0: It was a graveyard. Graveyard. What, what's the actual lyric?
2: <laughs> I do not know the monster, monster mash.
0: Monster. But they did smash the monster mash. Lyrics. They did the mash? Yep. He did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. Yeah, that was right. Well, smashing it. The head. problem is. The problem is, is. I don't think that was a euphemism
2: mm. back at that time, was it? Eh.
0: 1962. It? It's not like ancient history. All right. It's like sexual revolution.
2: Yeah, but I feel like that's a word that definitely came around to like maybe ten years ago, right? Um, I
0: don't like, know about like that. Like smash is even smash definition. Let's see if I can find an etymology for that definition, if it's even on there. Mmm. They don't have that definition (laughs) in the official (laughs) dictionary just yet i mean um
2: well okay i i i did not find a like an actual like history of the euphemism smash but i did find an article titled 10 sex slang terms that will be Bay in 2016 (laughs) one one of which is smash
0: (laughs) what website is that
2: um, www.mic.com <laughs> oh
0: boy and I wonder if that's a reference yeah, no, to something no, else
2: number, number one is smashing
0: oh. I mean so there's a 2003 urban dictionary definition which is uh, tapping that ass <laughs> from 2003 that's basically 1962 <laughs> yeah
2: I mean, honestly, it's almost twenty twenty.
0: Those things are equidistant. I mean, that is sixteen years ago. It's longer than than ten, if that's what we thought. About oh either. man,
2: we're fucking old.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that is fair. <sighs> we entered high school this decade. Barely.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's twenty ten.
1: Barely, ba- barely entered
0: this decade, and it's barely still this decade. <laughs> so yeah.
2: you understand that in like 30 days it will no longer be this decade yep. and you know what it's gonna be hindsight the
0: roaring 2020s oh
1: shit uh,
2: i'll let i'll let the people that post the same thing on the internet every single day finish this joke
0: yeah i can't wait i think it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to it you know
2: I can't. I can't wait for uh, 2028 when the the identity of the 2020s like actually kicks in. Because I feel like for the first couple of years, it's just going to be the 2010s. <sighs> eh, maybe. It's not like in six months we'll be like, holy shit, everything's different. What, what are the
0: 2010s? You know, yeah. Honestly, what yeah. what what's the identity
1: of the, the 20- 2010s?
2: The 2010s are basically just the 1990s, but with <laughs> I mean.
1: I think. What about the aughts then? You
0: skipped 10 years of history?
2: Oh, no. They were their.
0: What was the aughts? Oh, man. I don't even know. Yeah,
1: exactly. I feel like there's a decent chance that the 2010s are kind of remembered as what was a pretty wide scale uh, progressive social moment. I I, I feel like. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Including 2016 and. Yeah, Brexit, say so says and...
2: God Emperor
0: Trump. Yeah. Right? I mean, we also got Bol-
1: Bol- Bolsonaro in Brazil, and we also got gay marriage in the U.S. in the 2010s. We got okay.
0: I mean, it was by and large legal already before then, but yeah, I see what you mean. I
1: feel like a lot of uh, issues related to social and social places and marginalized people are a lot more discussed now than what they were at the beginning of the decade i i don't know i could just be optimistic on this one
2: but 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 they're just as equally argued against yeah. one step say.
1: forward five
0: thousand steps back
1: well then the twenty tens sucked that's that's
0: the I mean, yes they no, were now, great now you're getting it <laughs> yeah this. this is the reason that most of the 2010 memes are or 2010s memes are like I want to die like yeah, yeah it's a win-win Dude, scenario because we die at the end the biggest
2: joke of our de- generation is that literally everybody has at one point or another said you know what if I died that would be okay <laughs> I it, it good in I, fact
1: I honestly want to die I think that permeates a lot of generations uh...
0: I don't know about that yeah I don't know about that either I would have to talk to Gen Xers <laughs> which I don't know if that's a thing i feel like gen xers were too high and having fun
2: dude gen xers i feel like are fucking unicorns like i there's i feel like i know a ton of millennials because you know that's my generation and i know a ton of boomers because that's my parents generation i really don't know very many gen xers well your parents
0: aren't boomers
2: oh yeah how old are your parents
0: 60 your parents are 60 years old yeah yeah that's pretty old though right Okay, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> like, for people our age, I feel like 60 is no, pretty no, 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 old no. for like, parents.
2: Yeah, like, a- absolutely. Like, my parents are definitely old. They'd be
0: on the very tail end of the boomer generation, though, still.
2: Yeah, my dad was born in 59. I feel like that is squarely in the boomers. What, what,
0: what do they say? Yeah, 64 is the cutoff. So it's definitely in there. It's towards the tail end.
1: I think my parents are, like... Interesting. 55, so I think they're technically old Gen Xers. My, yes.
0: Mine are younger than that. Your,
2: par- your parents are Gen Xers in the way that Tulsi Gabbard is a Democrat.
0: <laughs> my parents are pretty firmly in Gen X. What about, like, your boss? Hold your boss.
2: My my boss is, like, 30.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> I think An upstart. I mean, I think a part of this is that the boomers have kind of referred to anyone who is not a boomer as a millennial. So these terms are starting to lose meaning and our ability to frame frame them is also deteriorating a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess if your parents
0: aren't... If your parents are boomers, then yeah, you're going to be, you know, not exposed to many. Except for maybe like friends' parents, and for my case, I feel like bosses normally feel like Gen Xers are kind of in charge nowadays, but not for Andrew.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Nope. Andrew's working at a slick startup with <laughs> all sorts yeah, of youth wow. and new ideas
1: and <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a call center at all. <laughs> hey, you're climbing the yeah. corporate ladder, my friend. That's something to be proud of. No, I'm not. <laughs> you got that promotion
2: my like temporary my one? job duties did not change you got
1: a title doesn't that make you feel fulfilled
2: do you rem- do you remember when about like tw- i want to say like a solid 12 months ago we were making fun of my job because i mentioned that like like hey maybe one day i'll be like you know job title two. Oh and yeah right went holy shit <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you have numbers at the end of your title <laughs> well i am now a senior <laughs> level my job
0: Well, that's still that's not a number, though.
2: Well, no. So, in inside sales is you know regular, and then senior. Outside sales is one Mm. and two. And then they are talking. You know, this is this is big shit right here. They're talking about adding a level three. Oh,
1: fuck! Wait, which one is good? Which is the best one? I get the more numbers, the better. The the
2: higher. Oh, yes. You you want a whole bunch of numbers at the <laughs> yeah. end of your job title. You want to look
0: like Will Fuller the <laughs> 4th. Like just really <laughs> yeah. tack in those numbers at the back. Or King Henry the 8th. Okay. That's that's when you know you're big shit. Louis Louis the 16th. Yeah. That's when you know that you've you've made it in the corporate world. That's <laughs> when you got a bunch of yeah, numbers in your when you fucking get a, title. like a
2: like a 40% raise yeah. and your job title changes but your job does not.
0: Yeah, not not C-suite. Not like CEO, COO. You're looking for senior sales rep 16. That's the real shit right there, man. Dude. <laughs> no, you gotta watch senior out.
2: Senior sales rep 16s make
0: things. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're talking like 120,000 a year. It's fucking crazy over there, man. You gotta watch out. They've got a vacation home up in the woods. Sure, it's more of a cabin, but like it's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> they
0: inherit it from their dad.
2: But, you know, they, they're able to pay off. Yeah, the they pay off the property
1: now. taxes. I mean, come on. I hear they turn it into a B and B in the off season. They're making money oh, yeah. off of that.
0: Whoa! Yeah, up
1: in the winter ski
0: season when all those uh, snowbirds come up. Ooh. Let me tell you, oh, dude. <laughs> they're making like hundred bucks a night <laughs> renting that. <yeah. laughs> How long? Okay, we joke How? about this,
2: and I do like genuinely get along with the people I work with. But this is the kind of shit that they talk about constantly. <laughs> it's like what they're looking for, and they to. are our I, age. Oh wait, uh. what? They're like, oh yeah, me and the in-laws are gonna go in on this cabin up north. Like we're closing this weekend. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, me and the misses. Like we're expecting our second kid, and. You know, we finally built that home out in the suburbs. Like, sure, it's a 52-minute drive in to work, but, like, the property taxes are so low. I'm like,
1: oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Talk about something cool, guys.
0: See, we make fun of millennials for, like, the honestly I want to die (laughs) means. But meanwhile, those people seem like, (laughs) I don't know what they belong these people are our age.
2: These people are maybe, like, three or
0: four years older than us. They're, like, the exact opposite of that. They're, like, the most contented, like, yeah, I'm working hard and... You know, one day I'll die. <laughs> cool. And I'm just like, guys, where is your... <laughs> There's life out there. Where's your anarchist rage? Yeah. Where's your Come spicy on. memes and all the hot takes? <laughs> We're all going to fucking die soon. Yeah. Get it together. Climate change is going to roast us all alive. Why are you guys talking about winter homes? Go punch somebody. Jesus. <laughs> punch a Nazi. Hell God yeah. God damn
1: Oh, life. That... <laughs> Is that just us as a bunch of liberal arts majors talking?
0: Are us as like two of the three people that moved into bigger cities, and you know, one person who you know is surrounded by people that don't want to do that, so he gets the other side the whole time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Probably. Sorry, Andrew.
2: Yeah, it's okay. Guess I'll just. Yeah. <laughs> guess I'll just die. You're, you're...
1: You're doing good for you, man. Don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise.
2: I make lots of money, and that means I'm. Happy.
1: Woo. <laughs> I mean, you could focus on your very successful relationship or, you know, fulfilling hobbies, but okay. That's how you want to quantify success. Good luck that's 10 years my, down the
0: line. That's been my life where I'm just like, ooh, Black Friday. Maybe I'll buy something to fill the gaping <laughs> hole in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm looking for deals and i like message andrew just like hey tracking any black friday stuff because there's nothing good like this shit all sounds terrible
2: i uh i tried really
0: hard (laughs) apparently yeah because
2: i i knew as someone who also was like you know like looking through the black friday ads be like ooh, maybe i'll find something that makes me happy (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh shit i I gotta help ryan out and just like i've been in that world I'm like, oh, there's an espresso machine I yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um I saw a like,
0: PS4 uh, lots of good movies. I saw a PS four not pro Ooh. with God of War and um, Outer Worlds bundled or something like that for like two ninety nine and I was like, What if I just did that? I don't fucking care. I, like there what's was three hundred dollars. Right?
2: There was a PS four that had God of War um the Last of Us remastered and Horizon Zero. Oh, that's Dawn the one I think I was looking at t- for two hundred dollars. Yeah.
0: and I was like, is, "What if I just I mean, did like, that?" Maybe shit.
2: the three best games to come out on the PS4 ever. Yeah, plus the console for two hundred bucks. Like, I mean, if I did not already have a PS4 and two out of those three games, I would have done it.
0: Yeah, I would have done it, but then I remembered it's also sixty bucks a year for oh yeah, shitty, stupid multiplayer on like PC. And then I remembered... All all
2: three of those games are single-player. Oh, I know, but
0: I would have to buy it and probably play games with you guys, so I'd have to buy those games. And, like, I was just like, what if I just wait till PS5 and just buy it on release day like a fucking chump, (laughs) even though I've got a PC? PS5 does drop in, like, exactly a year. Yeah, exactly. Like, just wait one year and I'll buy it on release date for, like, a couple hundred bucks extra and be up to date after skipping a full generation of consoles, which I'm kind of proud of. Nice. So... Good job! Yeah, Ryan. I saved all that money. Also bought Red Dead Redemption on Black Friday. It was like fifteen bucks off, and I was like, "eh, why not?" Finally buy it on P- PC. So, and it does not run great. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, shocker. Yep, I don't know if anybody has had
2: uh, RDR2 um, run well.
0: Um, it's worse on i5 processors because they don't have. Um, as many threads there's like this these crazy new multi-threaded processors that are like i7 i9 and above and i5s didn't have that when they first came out so even though i have the processing speed i just don't have the threads to quite handle it so the game's on really low settings so some of the people look like they have clay for faces (laughs) (laughs) like fucking john marston when we first met him and he has the big scar from the wolf attack Like, you could barely see the scar because it just looked like clay. (laughs) (laughs) with like a little bit of red on his cheek. And I was like, and they were talking about this horrific scar. And I'm like, I, okay, I'll take your word for it.
2: I I do want you to know, Ryan, that when you texted me and you said that you're going to get, you know, in the message, it said RDR2, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm -hmm. I was in the back of my dad's friend's car driving home from the casino On Black Friday, and I had not gotten any sleep the night before because I was with Jade and her family on Thanksgiving night, and they wanted to stay up super late, you know, whatever, so I didn't get to bed very early, and their dog went absolutely nuts that night, so I was up at, like, 5 a.m., just had some coffee, whatever, felt super sick. Then my dad, like, made me go gambling with him, and I lost a bunch of money.
1: you lost <laughs> andrew so like I was, I was, andrew you lost 70 dollars yeah $70 that is a decent amount of that on slots in
2: 60 minutes
1: you're not playing slots very well
2: <laughs> no my my dad said and i quote i've never seen anyone lose that amount of money that fast on slots <laughs> but any anyway like super out of it in the back of the car um you message me, and I read it as, I'm buying R2-D2, because <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's, you know, discounted, I've always wanted yeah. it, you know, whatever it was you said, I'm like, huh, <laughs> <laughs> never paid to Ryan as yeah. a Star Wars biggest Star Wars, Wars fan
0: like. on planet Earth, Ryan Holtz, <laughs> buying a fucking R2-D2 life-size model or some shit.
2: And then immediately after, heard the most boomer shit I've ever Bring it. fucking oh heard God. on the radio. Um... Or it's like this dude. We were flipping through channels, trying to find you know some music, and like classic rock comes on. We're like, oh good. Song ends. It's the talk show host, and he's like, young kids are ruining Thanksgiving because they won't eat leftovers. Jesus (laughs) Christ. And he's like, he's like, you know, we got all this food, and because of millennials, it's going to waste, and you know it's awful. And he's like, coming up after the break. (laughs) I can't. coming up after the break a study has shown that a study has shown that households are happiest when the woman is making less than 40 percent of the income Christ. find out why the key to a happy marriage is the man making more money. oh my
0: god <laughs> <Shit>.
2: and, uh, <laughs> i looked at my dad and we we're like what the fuck <laughs> at
0: least your dad was in on it and i'm just like yeah it makes sense <laughs>
2: And he was still kind of like trying to catch up. He's like, "Did he say that young people don't eat leftovers?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> I feel like as a big meal prepper, I feel like millennials and younger people have like brought on the meal prepping like wave. Like the yeah, we, I've we never met a single leftovers. person who is
2: like leftovers. You, yeah.
0: I specifically make I, it so that I have four meals worth of leftovers off of one meal. Right, like
2: it's just I, economical. Yeah, it's efficient.
1: Maybe this is still college brain talking, but any opportunity I have to milk a meal out of a situation, I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ! I got
2: two pounds of chicken breast, <laughs> and a bunch of sauce and vegetables, and a pocket and some full rice. of dreams. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I remember going to restaurants with everyone, and everyone would eat, like, half of a meal, and then they'd be like, oh, this would be my dinner. And it was just like, you you just ate half the food, though. (laughs) You eat half a sandwich and half your fries. That's not eating two meals.
1: No. (laughs) That's eating two halves of one meal. Also, not calling anyone out, space it out a day. You know, that's going to last in a fridge more than a day. It is profoundly sad to me if you're like, yep, had this for lunch also gonna have it for dinner
0: it's sad I, unless i've done it all uh, the time. i know you have andrew <laughs> it's sad unless you then go out and have a good night and come home and you're kind of out of it but okay. you need something in your stomach and you just like dig through the fridge and you're just like ah, i had this for lunch and it's pretty decent No, dr- okay i'm not in a picky mood then it's like
1: yeah that's college different situation <laughs> if you're piled up totally different yeah. <laughs> all piled bets up. are off I've never heard that one piled up. I I
2: have, but it's always from old people.
0: (laughs) Jesus. Some of the most boomer shit ever heard.
1: Well, I think this... I think episode... Fuck, what are we on? 76? I think 76 (laughs) 76 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast is officially titled Boomer Shit. Boomer Shit. And on episode 76, we have a man who probably had a worse Thanksgiving than you did, but we can't get into it, Andrew Clark.
2: Hey, family interactions are good, and external family interactions are awkward. Ew.
1: Next up on the podcast, we have a millennial food prep expert, Ryan Holtz. Oh, man.
0: Honestly, the key is just, yeah, buy a bunch of chicken breasts, (laughs) boneless, boneless, skinless chicken breasts, and then just cook them all up in the oven, man. (laughs) Slice them, dice them, do whatever you want. It's great.
1: And then you have the most optimistic member of the podcast, Lucas DeRider. Hello. We have a weird show for you today because not a lot happened (laughs) so this is mostly gonna be us vamping
0: yeah if you didn't notice by the 20 minute intro (laughs) uh
1: i
2: think this is our best content and i think we need to tailor the podcast around our strengths
1: i am a fan of vamping you know what we've been yeah we have had some pretty good hot takes so far i'm into it yeah you guys want more hot takes when we go into news of the week news of the week wait are, are the hot takes in news of the week
0: Sure, because there's nothing for video games, so might as well just talk about something random that I saw on
1: Black Friday. Cracking a cold one and going into news of the week.
2: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Nice. Yeah,
0: let everyone know that was not pre-recorded. That happened live. (laughs) Lucas live recorded cracking open a cold one. (laughs)
2: So did I, but that was before you joined. Oh, okay.
0: All right, nothing in gaming, uh, Ryan. Well, I have one for games. Bring it on, Ryan. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen the new Xbox Game Pass that everyone's talking about, and <laughs> all the memes are coming mm. out about, and <laughs> fucking all the commercials, and it's everywhere. Yeah. So for Black Friday, I can't imagine that this is a good prognosis for Xbox Game Pass. But it's actually not even Black Friday because it's still currently ongoing. They are selling three months of Xbox Game Pass, normally $45, for one single dollar. Holy (laughs) shit. Not $1 a month. It's just basically a free trial. But just give us a dollar. I don't fucking care. Is
1: Microsoft doing okay?
0: Yeah, I'm like, that can't be good, right? No. Like something bad is going down if they have to do shit like that.
2: And this is this is a digital thing. Oh, yeah. It's not like they're like, oh, we're gonna have this, you know, massive door buster and we've got ten in stock. Yeah. And then it's gonna drive a lot of business. Like this is you can have infinite yeah. amount of I, an
0: unlimited amount of Xbox customers could use this deal.
1: I, I I know that they're weirdly secretive about how this subscription service works exactly, but I feel like Every time somebody downloads or plays a game through Game Pass, the people who made the game get X amount of money, Yeah, and I can't imagine that would change for this promotion. Hell no. No, the promotions
0: are always eaten up by the promoter, like the the price difference. Right. And then... So, yeah. (laughs) Xbox is just going to have to pay for all those possible licenses and then just hope that it's such a good service that everyone sticks around once it becomes
1: free spoiler alert they absolutely fucking know i so is that still going on because yeah. i know that's for yeah. pc as well and i now have a pc that's like specced just enough i could play some indie games on it wait seriously is that for everyone i thought it was only for xbox no xbox game. like only if you had an xbox or whatever. Oh, uh, oh i don't know the specifics of it but i know that like Any game you can play on Xbox, you can also play on PC. So I thought that Xbox Game Pass would. I don't know about that either. Any game?
2: I mean, that's that's kind of what they marketed it as. I don't know if. Oh, you need an Xbox Live Gold membership. Oh, so that's going to be the
0: the main thing. So what? That's twelve bucks a month or some shit like that. No, five bucks a month. So really, it's sixteen dollars if you want the full three months and you don't already have an Xbox Live Gold.
1: That's still really good.
0: It is still pretty good. Yeah. But, I mean, that's only, you know, like, 66% off versus, like, 99% off. <laughs> so. That is interesting, though. I hadn't thought of it like that because, yeah, I have an X- or a PC that can absolutely play these games.
1: Oh, God, are we talking you into it?
0: I mean, one if it is actually one dollar. If it's if it's sixteen, eh, maybe not. But for one fucking dollar, like, yeah. it's it's free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be bad timing, right? Because I did just buy Red Dead Redemption Two, and I'm you know like, you know, seven hours into that. So long road ahead of me there. That's fair. So, but still. I, I mean, if I did it, there's no way in hell that I'd be paying 15 bucks a month for it <laughs> after
1: it stops becoming $1. So right. I don't, I don't know what the point is. I, people aren't you, and they're more <laughs> creatures of habit. They're like, well, I've You're done right. this for the past three months. I guess I'll pay more for it to keep doing it. I don't know. Yeah, people aren't me. <laughs> You're not wrong. World would be a better
0: place if they were, but... Yeah, if everyone was just me...
2: Ain't nobody like me, but me.
0: But if there were, if there was 7.6 billion of any individual person, I feel like the world would be great. (laughs) I feel like people would get along Uh, a lot better.
2: But, uh, think of all the great television.
0: Yeah,
1: there'd be, that would actually be really weird. (laughs) If sound, okay, this is, somebody get Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland on the phone, this is a pitch.
0: Yeah, imagine the cultural ubiquity there. That would be very strange. Like, across all of planet Earth. Oh, wait, I don't... So how would this work? Like, would would it be as though a one-year... Mm, probably have to go a little older. Like, a 10-year-old was basically replicated 7.6 billion times and spread around the world. And they were the only living person. So, like, you know, they're kind of set in their ways. They're not going to develop differently. Mm-hmm. Or would it be, like, newborns? There's 7.6 billion of them, and they're spread all around the world. So, like, they can kind of develop differently, like, culture-wise and everything like that. I don't fucking know. All right, all right,
2: all right. <laughs> Ryan, okay, so 7.2 billion people minus one are eliminated from the face of the earth, you know, turned to dust, raptured, whatever. And you, Ryan Holtz, <laughs> as you are right now, yep. take all of their places. Yeah there's there just as you are right now mm-hmm. 7.2 billion versions of you Isn't it like 7.7 7 now anyway i don't know yeah i digress <laughs> yeah um like, and th- that is how the world is functioning uh 24 are you 24 23 23 uh there's seven point whatever billion 23 year old ryan holtz scattered across the globe all doing their own shit
0: Everyone would move to Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, like they are already, so nothing would change.
1: <laughs> nothing would change.
0: <laughs> you imagine one city of seven point seven billion people.
1: <laughs> Ryan.
0: And then the rest of the world is desolate and empty? Ryan,
1: if the world was just you, would you finally get on giving LA a transit system? <laughs>
0: I'd have like mayor me who's just like, "Well, we can't afford the overhead." And then like, you know, Ryan Prime, the actual origin would be like, "This fucking sucks. Improve this." And they're like, "Whoa, well, you you don't understand. You got to walk a mile in my shoes." Like, God damn it.
2: Would, would Ryan Prime be like, the, the leader of the world or would ryan prime still just be like the oh, yeah. same position <laughs> ryan
0: prime would be still a coordinator in a scheduling department and like ryan prime would also be the ceo of that company <laughs> and <like>, our different <laughs> ryan not ryan prime is then the ceo like yeah that would be and they're like
2: weird. ryan when you work as hard as i do yeah. you'll eventually get to this position
0: <laughs> when you accumulate the knowledge over a long career so it's what you'll, you'll like, but you're me oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just mean. We have the exact
1: same amount of experience. So it sounds like this world is populated entirely by copies of ourselves with just either slightly or incredibly different life trajectories.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be f- more fun if it was incredibly different and okay. it wouldn't make any sense. I feel like this would be more of a great standalone TV episode um, I, yes. than, than like a series. You, but like do you think someone visiting television? this universe would be trippy. <laughs> do television
2: shows take pitches for individual episodes like they do for shows themselves yeah you
0: can write spec scripts for existing shows that's actually one of the more common ways to get staffed nowadays um but you know to get that script in front of someone who's actually going to read it and be like oh shit so this could be a family guy episode so lucas
2: so lucas could take a script to dan Harmon and say you're gonna want to see this (laughs)
0: Yes, anyone could do that. It's not gonna happen. Like, no, no one's ever gonna read your script with
2: an idea like this, Brian. <laughs> there are no limits. I mean, I'm yeah. not
1: gonna lie. If I get my foot in the door, I it, yeah it would probably be easier at first if it is a non-union staff. As much as I hate that,
2: <laughs> what a fucking
0: habit. <laughs> I mean, your best bet would be to like first land a writer's assistant job. And then, like, work that for a little while, and then eventually, like, you know, kind of mention that, like, oh, I'm writing spec scripts for various shows, and, and like, the show that you're working on, and then they might read it, because you're the writer's assistant, I, and they want to cut you a
1: solid. I got a spec script for a good heist episode, man. I think it's going oh, it to really come together. I did watch that. No. Never going to see that third act twist coming. <laughs> yeah, not my favorite episode the <laughs> Not not bad, but not you're right, not top tier. It was just
2: tiring, <laughs> like. Uh.
1: The the joke
0: got old fast. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, um I see what they were trying to yeah. do.
1: Moving into TV, Cartoon Network president Christina Miller is to step down at the end of the year. This is likely because of Warner Media being bought out by ATT. You got any insight into this, Ryan? um yeah it happens a lot i mean i don't know if there's
0: anything this lascivious lascivious i don't know how to pronounce that word going on Mm -hmm. um but yeah a lot of people are going to be doing that with all these mergers what are they talking about they're talking about kevin sujihara who (laughs) is persona non grata Oh, they say sex scandal. No, well, that's generous of them. Mm. <laughs> to call what happened to Kevin Sujihara a sex scandal. Mm. <laughs> um,
1: interesting. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. It happens a lot. Oh. I wouldn't be shocked if.
1: Shit, I didn't realize this link was to the LA Times. They're not a great outlet anymore, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a whole. They did a union bust and then rebooted. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. No, that, I hadn't heard about what? That was, uh, I think, about two years ago now. It's hmm. so my be. There you go. Anything going on in film?
0: Yeah, did anyone watch any movies? Or not watching movies. See anything about movies?
1: Uh, not
0: recently. The Irishman
1: is finally on Netflix, and people are kind of reacting to that as expected.
2: And it's so much better than anything Marvel ever made. <laughs>
0: How, how are people reacting? I honestly haven't seen anything. Um, I heard it got good reviews.
1: Yeah. Heard people liked it's it. long, but it's, you know, Martin Scorsese being able to do a Netflix thing, so that's kind of what you're signing up for. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I saw some people that were upset
0: that Robert De Niro was playing an Irishman. Uh, turns out he's, like, half Irish. <laughs> Okay. Wait, were people like actually
2: mad he was yeah. playing an Irishman? Yeah. They were like but why he... do
0: Italians always play Irish people?
2: I'm pretty sure in like 3 different Scorsese movies, De Niro's character is like the Irish guy who's in the Italian mob. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just, that that's like a big thing in Goodfellas. Yeah. They're like you can never be part of the family cuz you're Irish. He's like, "I
0: know." Well, they hear the name De Niro and they think, yeah. "Nah," but then yeah, he's like half Irish. So yeah those those irish and those italians they don't get along Fucking
1: italians. <laughs> i don't know just like the irish and the scots irish and, and the, the english the irish and the other irish yeah is that too simple? i think that
0: i think that was the scots wasn't it the original joke because it was groundskeeper Willie. yes yeah yeah yes yeah. yeah. Like
2: just like the Sc- the Scots and the English and the Scots and the Irish <laughs> the and the Scots, Scots and the, the other Scots. Scots.
0: Yeah, it is too soon probably for an Irish and the other Irish joke now that Brexit's come in. And oh yeah, hard border. Hey, Troubles Part Two. Everyone's
2: favorite terrorist organization's gonna make a comeback.
0: <laughs> the Troubles Part Two, Electric Boogaloo.
1: In that case, I apologize.
0: Oh no, but the
2: cranberries aren't around to make that song. That'll start ah, the war.
1: So good. <laughs>
0: What a fucking great song is that? Wait, why uh, could they? No. No, she's dead. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I remembered as I was saying like why couldn't they come back? And I was like wait, I think I'm remembering now that she died.
2: Oh, they could come back, but then that song's gonna have a whole different meaning.
0: oh she died from drowning due to alcohol intoxication. Duh. Ah. What does that like she? drowned in her own vomit or no i think oh drowned in a bathtub, bathtub or yeah. something yep. there you go jesus 0.33% bac she would oh. have died anyway possibly i've heard some crazy like when you're an alcoholic you can get some crazy bacs mm. i know there there was people pulled over in my hometown with O's. they were driving <laughs> with a 0. 0.40 I was supposed to be dead let alone like kind of driving a car i knew a guy
2: who like crashed his car and when i did the test on him he had like a point four five or something he was in a coma for like a week or two and then was totally fine afterwards
0: well mm. hopefully he was in prison but i'm guessing not because well, it's wisconsin mm. Uh, like ah,
2: oh, nobody got hurt except for you. Yeah, you're free to go.
0: It's a rural Wisconsin. We road. condone
2: this behavior. <laughs>
0: it's
1: our culture. Yeah, you
0: guys got to remember that this is this is just Wisconsin culture, and if you if you take away drunk driving, you're erasing
1: culture and history. You don't Erasure. want to white history. I oh god, I heard a story over Thanksgiving about a guy. Who got put on the breathalyzer? He would just park his car outside of bars and leave it running so he wouldn't have to blow into it to start the engine.
0: (laughs) It's kind of ingenious. A little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Interesting.
2: Hold on, I gotta fill up before. Yeah, this is gonna be a
0: long night. You're not worried about your car getting stolen. I guess it's kind of genius, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Well, <laughs> that's both depressing and also like, wow, <laughs> human beings. Yeah. I, I would
2: venture to guess if someone is that much of an alcoholic, their car might be the only thing they have to
1: lose, though. Oh, no. You, you, I'm not going to name names, but he's, he is doing very well by the standards of rural Wisconsin.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. So wait, if you left your car running, and you had and you brought like your spare key, could you lock it? I think so. With it running? I,
2: th- um, or if it's a push button start, you could just get out of the car and lock the door. Mm. With it started? No, I think if you get the key out of What's range, it shuts down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Once the key goes out of range, it turns uh, off. I'm pretty sure. I
2: don't, I don't know about that. I'm
0: pretty sure but like for my car like i don't have any, like even a key fob right could i bring my spare key leave a car running with the keys in lock the door and then open it back up with my spare key well if it doesn't even have a fob then yes i would
1: imagine so right yeah or unless like it like turns off if it's mechanical then yeah especially if it's mechanical older car you think so yeah i don't know
0: never well, never let's find tried. Out. It. yeah <laughs> Well, first got to get, like, what, four to five DYs so that a breathalyzer gets
1: installed, and then we'll play around with it. You're a non-celebrity a celebrity in California, Ryan. You're at, like, maybe two. Yeah, two, and I'm probably in jail. Oh, yeah. So, that's something. You guys...
2: If you want to get a breathalyzer in there, you're going to have to do some wild okay.
1: shit. okay. Slight tangent, but I want you guys to weigh in on something. Not calling anyone out, not saying, like, anybody shouldn't feel a sense of accomplishment, but if somebody is bragging about being whatever number of weeks sober, but still smoking weed, do you think that's...
2: That's California sober.
1: (laughs) That's not, like, sobriety sobriety, though, right? If they're smoking... Eh. For recreation.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's still... It's weird to me to brag about being sober. Right. You know? Yeah, because... Like, if someone asks and says, like, oh, you know, heard you had a rough time or something like that, and they say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm six months sober now, like, then it's... I feel like it's fine. But if you just, like, unprompted go, like, ah, six months sober, woo! Like, that's a little weird in the first place. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Weed's not physiologically addictive in the same way. So... And like the whole point of being an alcoholic is that you're like, you have a disease, like you are actively addicted to something. So there's that. And, and I guess it depends on your actions. Like, are you still driving? Right. While well okay. under the influence of weed, then yeah, you're, you're a piece of shit and you're not sober. Okay. <laughs> like, but if you're, if you're just like, you know, lighten up once a week with friends on the weekend and you're in, in your own home or whatever, yeah, it's
1: borderline. All right. I, I'd, I'd seen that, I'd seen that kind of uh, emerge on Twitter as a thing. So, yeah, I, I'm still kind of making up my opinion about it. How much of a brag that, or not even a brag, just like a, are you really making like a super good for you life move here? Are you really going full tilt into it? But whatever. It, it's never going to
0: really impress me like if someone's saying that there's you know they've been sober for this amount of time like it's never gonna be like holy shit what an accomplishment right but you know nah. there, there's varying levels of like if this person like really turned their life around and like yeah i've been sober for 15 years now that's like that's something respectable mm-hmm. versus like someone like walking around bragging that they just got their three-month chip or something which is still weird
1: yeah but yeah I get it. And the people who Vic Magonia sued are about to get a lot of money. Uh. Federal judge, uh, Texas judge ruled that the former voice actor is to pay several hundred thousands of dollars in legal fees after his anti-defamation lawsuit failed. Uh, so... TLDR of the situation, Vic Magonia, people called voice actor Vic Magonia out on being a general creep and inappropriate in the workplace for upwards of decades by the sound of it. And he reacted to that by claiming those statements were defamatory. And then after a bizarre, just bizarre court proceeding in which his lawyers bungled even some of the most basic stuff, uh, Vic Magonia's anti-defamation suit was, uh, ruled to be unfounded, and so he has to pay the legal fees of the people and companies he sued. Well, isn't it even a step farther? Because, like, I
0: think most of the time, like, defamation is really, really difficult right. to prove in the first place in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time, they'll just say no, like there was no case. But then there's, like, a countersuit if it was particularly frivolous, and that's when legal fees can be awarded. But usually that doesn't happen. Like, usually you don't get your legal fees paid for unless the person was clearly, like, filing frivolous lawsuits to try to, you know, fuck you up. I
1: think what happened, uh, I don't think it reached the second level on this one, but what happened there is because Texas has a really strong, I believe it's uh, anti-slap law. Which, oh, yeah, which on, basically then. is designed to stop people from doing those frivolous yeah. lawsuits. And then huh. this uh, this ruling and him having to pay uh, whatever the exact amount of money was that's escaping me at the moment is a part of that. I'm kind of surprised that Texas has a super strong like anti-slap law. As somebody who has recently spent a fair amount of time, Texas is an odd state. <laughs> it is a unusual Culture. blend of cultures and I can kind of see in the argument of Texas being its own country because it is just yeah it's there's okay. a lot going on in Texas not that there's any validity to that argument outside of that single point but yeah Texas is weird huh yeah well good on you Texas
0: Looking at you, other 49 states. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that will take us into the meme corner. The memes. Oh. Do we know Ninja was a fucking nerd? Yeah. Yeah?
0: I feel like we kind of did. Also, this tweet that you linked is gone. Oh, did he yeah. deleted it?
1: Yeah, he must have. Must have. I... I'm not sure if you guys saw it then, but the tweet, Ninja tweeted something to the effect of, why do so many, why do so many professional football players miss kicks?
0: Oh boy. What? I can't find this tweet. I'll never understand how college and NFL football teams allow kickers that just miss kicks. I feel like there has to be pools of kickers in the, fuck, can't find it. Um, Ninja Kickers <laughs> Hey there we go nope. Found it Found an article what, Let me see Continue I don't care mm-hmm. I'll never understand How college and NFL football teams Allow kickers that just Miss kicks Feel like there has to be Pools of kickers in the USA That won't miss simple kicks Or snappers that won't Mess the snaps IDK man It just seems so silly Would love opinions on this <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what, Jeff?
0: You You're sure about
1: that?
2: Why do people allow people to make mistakes? I feel like there must be tons of people out there that do not make mistakes. It would be so simple to just not fuck up. <laughs> uh, Try not
0: fucking up. Uh, Alana from Funhouse <laughs> <laughs> tweeted a gif response of her, like, looking straight at the camera in a Funhouse video <laughs> in, like, a really quizzical way. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> that's um that's interesting. I... Does he <laughs> I... So like I I understand where he's coming right. from. And it's probably a place of frustration. But like I don't know how it's almost like an insult to general managers and coaches of those levels to think that like, yeah, there's probably dozens of people that can do this. And (laughs) like the people that you have are just woefully unqualified. It's like, no, these are the best in the world at doing this. So if this is the best in the world, like this is how good human beings can be. They're on a
2: yearly basis, you know, out of the, you know, thousands of people that have played football at some point in their life that are still, like, of playing age, there's only a couple of dozen people per position per year that deserve to be on the NFL field, you know? Like, there's just so many people that just are not able to do those things. There's only a couple of people out of, you know, such a large pool of people that have played football that are able to do those things and deserve to be out there. Like, it's it's so
0: small. (laughs) It's easy to forget. Once it reminds me of the idea for the last summer Olympics, where someone proposed just having like an average person <laughs> do the event alongside the Olympians <laughs> to just really show like, and not you know not like an actual average because that person would probably be you know like overweight yeah. and maybe you know just like an average looking human being that like maybe you'd walk across and just not really notice. One of us have them do it, yeah, and just just really see. How obnoxious the skill gap is in some of these things, because when you're comparing multiple professionals, that's your only frame of reference. Right. Like you, you you can't, you know, really understand just how good these human
1: beings are. I. I'm not going very far, far out on a limb by saying that I know for a fact I could not hit a 50-yard goal field goal, ever. I don't think most people could. And even if you trained me for several no, years, if they're like it's not even training.
2: five years, yeah. like, you know, try to try to kick a field goal. And then in you know 2025, we're going to put you out there and you're going to try to hit a 30 yard field goal. I couldn't do it.
0: You could probably kick a 30 yarder, I bet with, with a mm. lot of years. It comes down to leg strength when you start talking like 50, right? I would say 99% of human beings couldn't kick a 50 yarder just because it'd be short. Let alone, like, accuracy and, you know, right. like, the the actual technique uh, and fundamentals of kicking a football. Like, you just physically would be unable to do that. And then, like, when you get down to, like, 30 with a ton of training and a ton of, like, repping it out, repping it out, repping it out, you could probably dribble it through the uprights. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't,
1: wouldn't look pretty. It wouldn't look like when the pros do it, but you could probably get it through. And then we're also getting into the territory of... Cool. So you have to do this several times a game, uh, several weeks in a row. And if you ever miss and then we lose the game, that is all going to be on you by dumbass yeah. fans who don't know any better. Um, and there's going
0: to be a fuck ton of pressure from the other team sending a bunch of gargantuan human beings like full speed at you trying to block your kick. So if you kick it too low, they're just going to block it. Because they're like six foot seven, jumping as high as they can, which is you know like forty inches in the air, like you you have to lift it up over their hands, <laughs> and if the snap is a little low and your holder kind of miffs it a little bit, your your timing
1: is all off. Like yeah, no, it's it's really fucking hard. And then there's a decent chance that several times throughout the year, the fate of the season will solely rest on your hands, <laughs> yep. uh, which. You know, of course, our record could directly correlate to the salary paid to players, not only for us, but if they're traded to other teams. So, yeah, you have people's jobs on the line also. Yeah, and, and your own.
2: If you, <laughs> And if your kick is blocked, you know, at no fault of your own, it'll cause you to lose your job and for your team to have their entire season making it to the playoffs end. And for your head coach to just absolutely lose his fucking mind, <laughs> just trash you, just, just, <laughs> just, just fucking collapse yeah. in on himself, and you know throw your entire franchise out the window. Yeah, I feel like looking at you, Bears fans. Yeah,
0: I feel like the Blair Walsh kick was a lot worse than the Bears one, <laughs> and it's not even in the same neighborhood. Like Blair Walsh, twenty-six yards, like you know, basically an extra point, just shanks it. Whereas yeah, the Bears guy got tipped, still almost made it, still doinked, like
2: Yeah, but still not his fault. No. Like the you know, the like the Eagles hit it with his hand, you know?
0: Well that can still be his right, fault sometimes. if you, sometimes. Didn't, like, if you didn't lift well, it high enough okay, and shit yeah. Like not that. not
2: entirely his fault. Yeah. It it maybe would have been a good kick, but it was
0: tipped. Yes. That is sometimes the takeaway. But yeah, no, it's it's funny. I mean, like, so I play flag football every weekend. good for you. And yeah, I was like a starter in high school. Never even came close to like sniffing any sort of college football. Um and I I don't want to like brag because once again, this is like pickup flag football with a bunch of random, some of which played football, some of which are just trying to get exercise and stuff. Yeah. I I pretty much like completely dominate the field. Like I I score set like, you know, anywhere from 4 to 7 touchdowns a game. Like I'm usually if not the first player, like the second or third player chosen, like there's, you know, a, you, a couple of guys who are very fast, mm-hmm. but maybe didn't play football or something that maybe you could pick over me, but for in general as like a football player, I feel like I'd be the best out there. And like I said, I didn't even sniff college football. Yeah. Like I was of, of the 22 starters on my team, I was maybe like the 17th or 18th best player. Like, they were 100% not that great. But then I'm playing with like pretty athletic people mm-hmm. who are, you know, trying to get exercise. And some of which did play high school football. And I'm kind of stomping them into the ground. <laughs> so now compare that skill gap of me to like college football players You know, once again, not even like good college football players, then compare that to good college football players, then compare that to bad NFL pros, then compare that to average NFL pros, then compare that to good NFL pros. And like, it's just the skill gap is mind boggling for for average human beings. And I feel like we lose that watching this every single week. And I'm fascinated that uh, (laughs) it doesn't doesn't quite understand that. It's kind of fun. All right. I, I love um, that sometimes.
2: I, I I saw a good meme right before the podcast started. Uh, we are recording this right after the Packers-Giants game. And, you know, Daniel Jones threw three interceptions in the game. And I saw a meme that was like me trying to fu- like find Daniel Jones and figure out why they call him Danny Dimes. And then it was, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson from... Did I fuck that yeah. up again? Is it Jack? Ni- God damn it, Jack Nicholas from. <laughs> wait,
0: wait. Which one's which? Which one's the actor? I actually want you to figure this one out. Don't <laughs> Google it. The-
1: Don't Google it. What is uh, what is your mind think? Just tell you no, Andrew, I'm just gonna say yes to whatever you say.
2: Jack Nicholson is the actor. That's
0: my final answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Sure. You got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All oh,
2: right. oh God. Thank God. Anyway, him him from The Shining. You know, running around with the axe, living around going, Danny! <laughs> Danny, where
0: are you? Yeah. I think, I've always thought that Danny Dimes was kind of a lit, like a tad ironic. Mm. Like, not, not full-blown, like, he absolutely sucks, and that's why we call him this, but, like, you know, we call him Danny Dimes because it's a funny nickname, more so than he actually drops dimes all the time. But also, before that game, he had, what, like 120 straight passes without an interception? And then he threw that's- three... So
2: against our really bad secondary,
0: mm, I don't think our secondary is bad. It's not good, but it's definitely not bad. I'd would, I'd would say uh, our biggest problem is run defense, far and away. Yeah, we're we're aging. Tremont Williams is is a little over the hill, but then he had one of the picks, and Kevin King he, has been burned well, alive, but then he had one yeah, of the picks.
2: <laughs> yeah, he had he had a pick, but Kevin King is, and I I know this is just a stat, you know, but Kevin King is pro football focuses worst graded cornerback in the NFL.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it is a stat. Like, it's not always.
2: It's, you know, like there's the eye test, there's the stat, there's the impact, there's big plays, all that kind of stuff. But he's definitely not good.
0: No, but I 100% guarantee he's not the worst cornerback in the NFL. So. I, I, I'm much more concerned about our run defense than our pass defense. But you never know. Mm. We'll find out. We'll have many more losses to <laughs> analyze. <laughs> Just not this week. Yeah. When we we beat the team that is now has a worse record. Wait, actually, have one second. I need to check. Mm. I was going to check, but I forgot. They do have a worse record than the Redskins. And the Dolphins. Mm. <laughs> the, the two teams... That were supposedly so bad that, like, the NFL should step in and make them not be as bad. Now have a better record than the Giants.
2: Hey, the Bengals got a win today.
0: And the Bengals won. Bengals are only one game back on the Giants. (laughs) So, yeah. Not much to be drawn from that game for Green Bay Packers fans.
2: I cannot wait for the Giants to get the second overall pick and... Wasted on another running back.
0: Oh, God. Kyler Murray, part two? Yeah. Possibly.
2: With the sixth overall pick, the Giants choose some guy who's almost as bad as Eli Manning.
0: (laughs) Oh, sad. Uh, My 538 predictions are probably completely fucked. Mm. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but on uh, the website 538.com, which does all the statistical Mm -hmm. analysis and everything they have this predictor um every single week which is uh, they turned into like a game Mm -hmm. where they predict who's going to win the game and then like percentage certainty of that and then you get to slide your slider to say like you know what percentage certainty you have that a certain team is going to win and like if you're overconfident it punishes you and you lose a bunch of points Mm -hmm. but like if you're underconfident then you don't get as many points so like you have to really toe the line, but I think with all these upsets, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I have negative 55 points this week. <laughs> but the 538 model has negative 60. Oh. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> I I lost big on Carolina Washington, but I wasn't I didn't lose nearly as big as 538 mm-hmm. who put Carolina at 79% and I had them at 70 um i lost huge in miami philly because i put philadelphia at 85 percent 538 only put them at 70 (laughs) so yeah pretty rough i i I won i won pretty decently in baltimore san francisco which was kind of a bold prediction i think but baltimore pulled it out so yeah you know wait where'd i put green bay (laughs) i underestimated green bay (laughs) Jeez. 538 had Green Bay at 75%. I had them at 70. <laughs> oh, I hedged on the Packers. You can tell I was feeling a little upset about that Niners game.
2: <laughs>
0: we all were. Yeah, I think we were all a little low on the Packers after that one. But I think now we officially know who the best two teams in the NFL are. And we might have gotten a Super Bowl preview already. Which is kind of fun.
1: I think that will take us into the breakouts. What you guys checking out?
0: Red Dead Redemption 2.
1: How far are you? What are you thinking?
0: um i think i'm about to move to the second camp um we just got in that giant shootout in valentine where you kill like everyone in the town yeah (laughs) and that's like the second town where i've killed like everyone in the town (laughs) Rick strawberry right yeah strawberry with micah we kill everyone in the town just so he can get his guns (laughs) like you're like uh, wait what are we doing he's like i need my guns oh i hate micah so bad (laughs) i i accidentally shot him in the head and there was a big part of me that hoped that like the game would just continue and it'd be like yeah you did it <laughs> like you made a decision Congrats. now he's dead like and I'd be like yes even though it would probably like downgrade me as like an evil point or whatever but I'd be like yeah cool Um, so yeah I'm pretty early on my question is I didn't put the bandana over my face in strawberry before I broke Micah out of prison and I have a big bounty is that because I didn't put the bandana over or is that just like unavoidable
2: it's unavoidable okay good. Um, like there are you know like in like those missions like that really there's i don't think there's a way to avoid those kinds of bounties it's it's more for like like everyday crimes yeah and that kind of stuff like did you eventually for people to recognize you
0: yeah did you eventually pay the 300 hundred dollar bounty in that region yeah i i did i did do you get a lot of money towards the end of the game or what because i'm like that's a fuck ton of money, man. Yeah,
2: I mean like I did some like uh like treasure hunting, got a lot of money from that. What's um, a lot of
0: money in this game? Like, would you say?
2: I mean like like a like lot of money grand? to just have or a lot of money from like a single mission or whatever? No, endeavor.
0: like to have in your inventory. I don't know, like, like 2000 bucks. Really? You that's like so much of your money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like spending what, 15% of your wealth to erase to, one to bounty. not get shot every time you go through town yeah, but it's like one bounty it's fucking annoying yeah i don't know but i'm having fun and i find myself getting really involved in like kind of the rp'ing which i feel like they really yep kind of want you to do you know like they really want you to be just like talking with random people and yeah rescuing strangers like i'm trying to be the good guy most of the time but then i find myself like, i, I <laughs> this is actually gonna come out really bad but I find myself putting myself in the shoes of Arthur Morgan. And sometimes I do kill people that I probably shouldn't because I'm like, well, they could come back and ruin things for the gang and I got to protect my, my family. (laughs) And like, if there's like a witness or something and they're like, I don't know, kill them, let them go. I don't care. I, I I feel like I tend to kill them more than I probably should. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not, not out of any sort of like. That is a quote that I'm going to put a on a
2: pillow yeah. and give to you for Christmas. Yeah. I find myself <laughs> tending. I tend more towards killing people. Yeah,
0: I tend to kill people more than I probably should. Um, so I don't know. It always makes me feel weird, and then it always comes up with like the negative, like you're a bad guy type thing. Um, oh, but one time, uh, a guy saw me do something, and he ran away, and I chased him down on a horse, and he was hit- dangling off a bridge, and I feel like B was always grab, so I instinctively hit B to go and grab him, and, and B and was, and was killed. So I stomped on his hand, and he fell to his death, <laughs> and it gave me bad guy points, and I was like, no! I actually wanted to save this guy. So, and that was, that was pretty bad. So I, I think I'm still recovering from some of those bad guy points to try to Get back up into good guy territory. Um, Also, early on in the game, I went and found the white Arabian horse, which is, like, the best free horse that you can get in the game, way up in, like, the mountains. So, I feel like I have, like, a cheat code riding around on, like, this really fast crazy horse. What did you name it? fun. Ghost. Yeah. After after the Call of Duty character, not after the mythological creature. (laughs) Because I was like, it's white. And what's a video game character that I could associate with, like, the color white? Oh, Ghost from Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> I'll never forgive you, Shepard.
2: I still have the first horse that I
0: bought. Tennessee? Oh, no, no, like, not Tennessee Walker.
2: No, the, well, no, like, when you, you... bought it? It may be a Tennessee Walker. Tennessee like, Walker's you, the one
0: that you rescue from the barn really early in the game. And then there's, no, because like I took that one in, and yeah. they're like,
2: "Sell that horse and buy another no, one." No, you take the black
0: so, one in. You take like this giant, big one in to sell. Yeah. And so you sell I, that. I took, I
2: took the big one in, and I sold it, and I took. If maybe that was a Tennessee Walker.
0: Did you buy like the really cheap one though?
2: No, no, no! I bought the racehorse. How'd you already have that much money? Because I sold like I looted a bunch of corpses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did too, but I think I only had like hundred and fifteen bucks at that point oh and the second well, like, cheapest horse was i think like i like
2: barely had enough money to buy the racehorse Got so it. i bought that i named him carl
0: yeah <laughs> from walking dead <laughs> no oh,
2: just, just just I, i've been playing the game with jade like it is firmly our game it's not my game mm-hmm. we, we play it together and jade loves coming up with really mundane names for things <laughs> So like her I'm like, thing. what am I going to name this horse? And she's like, this horse is Carl. I'm like, all right, this is our son now.
1: <laughs>
0: I am very nervous for Ghost ever getting put in any sort of harm's way. Oh, absolutely. I, I like, make I manual still... saves constantly.
2: You you are going to bond with that horse more than you have any <laughs> right to, and yeah. you're going to
0: worry about it all the time. You know, literally any time I even think that there's going to be some sort of gunfight, I just like get off it and start running just like nah you're gonna stay here where you're safe or like um every time i come back to camp i have to uh brush it and then uh feed it and then give it a pat yep and i mm-hmm. always get three yep. individual horse plus bonding from that and i love it i spent so much money on uh oat cakes already and also um what's it called i have like three horse revivers <laughs> just ready to go in yep. case anything ever goes down um brutal man
2: probably the most angry in a video game i've ever been (laughs) is i went hunting you know i was on my horse i went hunting and i shot a a deer and it turned out to be on someone's land i think it was on like someone's ranch so as i was skinning the deer which is an animation that you can't cancel a bunch of dudes rode up and started shooting (laughs) at me but because i had (laughs) ducked down to skin the deer all the bullets hit my horse jesus And my horse, you know, went down, you know, it was, you know, down or whatever, did not die. But then, so I had to toss the deer skin and I was so angry. I just murdered so many (laughs) people. Oh, I would,
0: I would go on a rampage.
2: I was, I was shooting bullets into dead men just out of anger. (laughs) I had to revive my horse. And then like, I didn't have any more horse food because it had been a long trip and I had to quickly get to the nearest, uh, like horse barn and buy all the supplies i could and get my horse back up to full health yep. and then i think i went back and then killed everybody at the
0: ranch <laughs> wow okay mr blaming me for killing more people than i probably should
2: well no i mean like the, these were the people that like had shot at me because i had taken my horse and rode out of there as they were shooting at me so then i came back and killed them
0: well you're a i didn't mean to what are they supposed to do Got to defend not, their land. Not kill my horse. They got to defend. They weren't trying to. They're trying to kill you. Kill you me, not my horse. You, you bastards. Um. Yeah. Also, ironically enough, I was kind of bored before I bought Red Dead. And that's what prompted me to then look and see if it was on sale anywhere, which it was. Um. And I was like, ah, you know what? Like, for some reason, YouTube recommended me like a poker video. And I watched it and I'm just like, oh, I like poker. So I looked online, and I was playing some online poker versus, like, real people. Real people fucking suck in online <laughs> poker. Like, they they are so much more aggressive than they should be because the money doesn't fucking matter. Right. So I, I was like, I really need, like, a balanced, like, against CPU poker game. And then I downloaded Red Dead, and then I was playing poker, like, in that required mission near the railroad or whatever. And mm. I was just like, oh, this is, like, <laughs> what I wanted. So now every yeah. single night... I go to the camp and I play poker with random people (laughs) and I always clean them out. I win, win the whole thing. And then I donate their money to the camp. (laughs) So it's pretty great.
2: You'll, you'll also get attached to the camp and the different people in it. And like, not as a spoiler, but there are things that happen in the story. You know, everybody in the camp kind of has their side missions. You can do, you know, some guy you can play poker with. Some people you can go rob houses with some people you can go steal horses with or, Rob banks or go hunting, whatever. Things happen in the story where you are no longer able to do those missions, and there are a couple of times where I didn't do them at all, and I felt so bad. I'm like, oh man, I never got the chance to go blankety blank with this guy. <laughs> and Jade's like, this is a video game. game. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, but you feel sad too, <laughs> don't you?" And she's like, "Yeah."
0: It does sound like kind of real life though then. It's kind of yeah. terrifying. Well, I'm going to do every single side mission ever now. Thanks for the heads up. God damn. Like, wait, so at the end game, after you've quote unquote beaten the game, there's no like I have like, not free beaten roam? the game yet. You still haven't beaten? It's like a year old.
2: It yeah. You've yeah. had it for a year. I have it. I have had the game for almost a year at this point. Um what? we have not beaten it.
0: Are you guys, like, close? I don't know. What percentage are you at? Like, and also, is the well, percentage is the, that accurate? The, the,
2: no, the percentage is based on, like, completing everything in the game. Every side mission, killing every animal, discovering every location, you know, completing your journal, all that, all that kind of shit. So, like, you could finish the game feasibly, feasibly at, like, you know... 40% or whatever. I think when I completed GTA V, I was only at like 50% completed.
0: Well, yeah, I knew that for GTA V. But I'm already it's, at like 21%. For... Huh. <laughs> 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 That's, I mean, I'm doing a lot of the side missions and shit. But like, I definitely have been playing for more than like 8 hours. And I'm at 20%. Which makes yeah, me I've nervous. put a lot of
2: hours in this game.
0: Huh. I don't know. Anyways...
2: We were going to try to finish it, and then Death Stranding came out, and that's what I've been doing.
0: Oh, yeah. So much better than Red Dead. It it
2: is a very, very good game. And I did finally see the video game Donkey review, and I, I laughed. Like, I thought it was really funny. But at no point in that video did I see him attempting to actually play the video game.
0: Hmm. I mean, he's it's like, man, this game
2: sudden. fucking sucks. And he just sprinted into a wall and got his ass knocked down. I'm like, yeah, that, that that's what would happen. <laughs> that's not... That, that is not what happens in the game if you actually try to play the game. There
1: you go. Um... I don't know if I have any, like, big breakouts, but, uh... I will mention that when I was uh, hanging out with Andrew, because we were in same hometown over Thanksgiving, we ended up going to Walmart for Black Friday. And just by happenstance, while I was looking for a micro SD card, happened upon the anime section in the Walmart DVD area. They have a weird, weird idea of what anime is.
0: Hmm. Was Cory in the House in there? Cory in the House. Best anime of all time?
1: Cory in the House was not in there. Damn it.
0: I'm sorry, what? A lot of... Uh, That's that's a meme. meme. (laughs) People say that Cory in the House is the best anime ever made. It's kind of like in response to the whole, like, American animation can be anime. And they're like, yeah, well, that means that Cory in the House is the best anime ever Anyway, it's tough to explain.
1: There was a lot of animated Batman movies in Walmart, in, in a rural Wisconsin Walmart's anime section.
0: <laughs> yeah. Eh, I don't know about that one.
1: <laughs> and then the rest of it was like six episodes of Dragon Ball. On a single DVD, that that was well, that was like half of them. That's anime. <laughs> yeah, that that yep, that is anime. Uh, there was one Naruto DVD,
0: and that's anime.
1: And the rest were Studio Ghibli movies. That's
0: those are anime. Yes,
1: but that is exceptionally narrow. <laughs> I thought it's the most popular. Yeah, it is. Pretty popular.
2: I, You know what? Yeah. That, that, that'd be like saying, and again, like, you can make an argument by saying, like, wow, Walmart has, like, a really weird idea of what, you know, cinema is. I go to the film section, and it's just a bunch of Marvel movies.
1: Oh, God. I mean.
2: Like, those are those popular are movies. <laughs> and Dragon Ball and Naruto are popular anime. Okay.
1: I'm sorry. I just thought you know, one DVD that wasn't like the most introductory level thing in there, but alright, fair enough. I'm sorry you didn't
2: find another copy of Chainsaw Man.
1: <laughs> That's a manga, Andrew, not an anime, Jeez. you pleb. <laughs> actually, it's, oh boy. actually, it's really fun right now. Chainsaw Man is using, using oh my God, Lucas, the chain from his chainsaw To ride a shark demon into a typhoon demon. It's fun.
2: Oh, my God. You you task me,
0: Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Massey, the star of Cory in the House, was sued for allegedly sending explicit photo, texts, and videos to a 13-year-old girl. Yeah, you guys didn't Uh, hear about
2: that? No.
0: No. Yeah. How old is she now? Is she still 13? Or was she like, was this a while Wait, ago? Wait, what? <laughs> I, b- I believe this was a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just didn't know if like it happened when she was 13 and now she's
1: an adult or like. I, I believe know, it happened when she was 13 and now she is close to adult. Got it. it I, I briefly wrote about that and uh, details are a little foggy, but I, I believe that's how, the case.
0: How can you sue someone without any. Like charges or anything being, fu- being filed, because this is like a criminal thing, I <laughs> you know. <don't. laughs> like I feel like this has to go to the police first. Like regard, even if they like you know dismiss it and choose not to file anything, like doesn't this isn't this criminal? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Lifestyles of the rich and the famous.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe, but also like, I don't know. We feel like they should definitely at least get put in front of some sort of
1: legal review. Yeah. Oh well. Andrew, are you checking anything out?
2: Um, I'm not checking out anything new. I'm almost done with the Dragon Prince. I just started Season 2 of Mindhunters. Mind Holding is still the just fucking worst. Good God. Wait,
0: how far are you into this season?
2: I, I just finished, like, before the Packer game started, I finished
0: the first episode of Season oh, 2. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah, he, okay. He's recovering from some shit in that first episode. He's still <laughs> such an asshole. From what? What? What What did he do in that episode that made him an asshole? He, like,
2: one first, he, like, grandstanded and just, like, wanted everyone to know that he knew who delivered the tape to OPR. He's like, Greg, you piece of shit. Because um, it was
0: Greg. Because Greg is a piece of shit. <laughs> Greg's...
2: Greg's an innocent piece of shit. Oh,
0: innocent is a strong fucking Hold- word. Greg's dad got him that job, and then he betrays the whole unit. Yeah, no, he did. Work. Like, Gre-
2: Greg's not a good guy for the team. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Holden, Holden started all this shit by, you know, like, making Greg delete the uh, the tapes, and then making everyone know that he thought he was better than everybody else, and walking on OPR, and then... Uh, Came back in, did that whole shit with Greg. And then when Bill Tench Tentri- like, did his nice little speech for uh, the assistant director, you know, Holden's like, oh, I got to have people look at me, too. And gave this super cringy speech. And then the director walked out and then, like, had this just awesome, very cathartic for me moment. It was like, you little shit. I'm not retiring. I'm getting fired because of your dumbass. Because you thought you were better than everybody else, you went on your whole little tangent, and walked out, and then I had to take the fall for you. You fucking piece of shit!
0: Like it, that part was great. Did you say walked out? Like Holden had a a legitimate psychological break. Mm. No, no, no. Well, like no, no, Holden no. Was like, like, from he he a walked mental out on his like do. interview with OPR,
2: and just like fuck you guys, I'm better than you, and walked out.
0: Yeah, that that he did do. Yes. But he would have been held accountable if it wasn't for... And the then he was he...
2: bragging to all the cops about how he's so cool because he, you know, found out who the murderer was and, you know, like told everybody about all the shit that they were doing. Then that got leaked to the press because of him.
0: In the first and, episode? Like,
2: like through out the, uh, basically the protocol and just like, I'm going to talk about how awesome it is to have sex with young Th- girls. This was and, all like,
0: last I... season.
2: Yeah, I'm talking about that last season. But he—he's not. He didn't change. He came back from the hospital and immediately went back into his shit. He was Uh, back on his bullshit five seconds after walking in the door.
0: I think you need to watch more of that season.
2: I mean, like I'm sure, like I need. I will watch the rest of the season, and I know that characters change. But I'm telling you, at this point, that's how I feel about Holden, and that's kind of how I felt about him for the last nine or ten episodes.
0: I, I agree with you. First season, Holden was awful. He, he was absolutely he got up but that was like the point like for me that was what the the creator intended the creator intended on you like understanding that yeah holding got way way too high on his own horse and like you know needed to be have, have some sort of comeuppance which i so believe was i'm gonna deliberate. say it
2: just dick to his girlfriend
0: <laughs> absolutely
2: just an asshole
0: yeah they were, they I mean, were a I, really, really I, toxic relationship.
2: I get that as episodes go on and new information is revealed, characters can change. But I'm telling you, at this point, this is how I feel about Holden Ford, the character, yeah. 11 episodes into the series that is Mindhunter.
0: Yeah. Well, and for me, I didn't see that in the first episode of this season. I saw Holden's comeuppance come at the end of season 10 when he nearly got fucking murdered by a serial killer. I thought that was like the okay yeah he's re- he's he's realized the error of his ways had a major psychological break came out of a mental hospital that they said what no one had ever been released from in the history of the world <laughs> like it, well it's it, cuz it was it, a prison yeah.
2: it was a prison hospital
0: yeah which he was quote unquote voluntarily yeah anyway yeah um I I when I watched the first episode saw a little bit of a different Holden who then yeah tried to kind of like you know, go back to his old ways with that speech, which I think was meant to be more less of like, "Wow, Holden's such an asshole," and more of like, "A Holden is so fucking socially clueless. He is helpless without tench, and um, what's her name? It's been like a few months since Car. I the, yeah, Car. Like guiding him and showing him that like, no, this is the way that you have to function as a human being. You idiot. Is like,
1: is this show going into season two still? kind of based on how 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 the FBI started to investigate serial killers yeah okay yeah Yep. that's all like
2: show. it's in in the show there's a moment where they you know invent the term serial killer okay
1: yeah. I, I well it's I'm so you guys are throwing out some pretty wild stuff in this description and I'm over here oh, like it's it, not, is so this is yeah. real like this is dramatized no. but this actually happened Well
0: the characters aren't real. Okay. Yeah. Like the the individual investigators and their lives and everything like that is not real. But like the the unit that they're working in in the behavioral sciences and most like, of the
2: serial killers yeah, all, yeah. I think all the dramaticized version of those serial killers. I
0: think all the serial killers and murderers, even like the smaller time ones that they investigate, are based on like real life people and cases. Okay. Which is terrifying <laughs> considering what some of the shit that they run into. And I'm this not... season quickly becomes all around one case. Which I think you're really gonna like, but I don't know, we'll see. Especially because uh, Jim, what's his name? Is like a central character which thank fucking Christ cuz he's a million times better than goddamn Greg.
2: <laughs> Wait, which one's
0: Jim? Um Jim is the black guy who interviewed for Greg's job. Oh, yeah. Holden was We're, like we want like this I guy. I really like him and then yeah.
2: Holden came in and he's like he's black. We can't hire him.
0: Well, Holden was saying that in particular, but then Holden came around and liked him, but then they couldn't hire him because Greg was like no, I got my dad. My dad does it. Yeah, Jim Barney. And he, he's like my second favorite character behind Bill Tench. And also Bill Tench. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, I'm so curious to hear what happens throughout the rest of this season for you.
2: Okay. my My whole thing is that at the end of season one, I kind of was seeing what you said you saw with like Holden's come and then he, you know, would you know, build off of that and try to be a better person. and you kind of see that a little bit. And then he had the meeting with the new assistant director in this episode. And then he just his entire ego, for for at least what I saw, was completely built back up. And like his ego was destroyed. He was gonna try to be a better person. He met with a director and just like, You got a lot of potential, like I really like your work and then it was just back to a hundred percent immediately. And he was such an asshole.
0: Yeah, you need you need to watch the rest of the season. They're they're setting it up for something completely different and I'm I'm gonna be loving to discuss when you finish it. I look forward to it. The the final scene of that season I think is going to be very insightful for you in terms of uh that relationship.
1: So we are yeah, yeah. basically there already, but now I think we are officially going into the group chat. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all the breakouts except for yours were group chats between <laughs> me and Andrew. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm holding to the format. Um uh... <laughs> What did we think of that weird game of football involving the Packers?
0: Yeah, it wasn't that weird. Uh, it was pretty one right. sided. Yeah. Right? We were in control. We're the better football team. No,
2: we we had some struggles running the ball, but
1: yeah, there was also the Giants. How much snow on the ground?
2: Seven is yeah, the Giants' front seven is pretty solid compared to the rest of the team. So
0: I want to do an analysis of. Um, running plays that run down the play clock Mm -hmm. and effectiveness. Because it's my pet theory that when offensive linemen get down into a stance with 15 seconds left on the play clock and then have to sit stationary in that stance for 14 seconds before the actual snap, they get tired and the run plays are less effective. Because I swear to God, every single time Aaron Jones will get blown up for, like, negative three yards in the backfield, it was because Aaron Rodgers would run the play clock all the way down and the linemen would be, like, set in a stance for forever. I, and then they would have no fire getting
1: out of You're implying place. that these professional athletes are getting tired from crouching. Well,
2: okay. Lucas, I mean, don't don't pull a ninja
0: on here. Well, I'm not
1: pulling a, like pulling a ninja. Ryan's pulling a ninja.
0: No. I played football my entire life, and I absolutely— Played in a three-point stance a lot, and yes, you, it, and once again, we're talking about splitting hairs in terms of professionalism. And if you, if those defensive linemen are able to get just that little bit more edge, that can be enough to completely blow up a play. Okay, and that, that's that's my pet theory.
2: If you are a, a two hundred and eighty to three hundred and twenty pound lineman, <laughs> and you have to basically flex all the muscles in your body to like hold a stance and weight for 10 seconds like it's
0: yeah it'll wear on you and and we're talking about like third and fourth quarter where you've already been playing and running around exhausted and yeah like Andrew said like you're not just crouching you're in a three-point stance like the weight is on the front of your feet you've got a lot of weight on your knuckles like you're you're ready to fire out of your stance and try to win the battle of the line of scrimmage and if it's just that little extra that goes to the defense then I, I, that's my pet theory. Okay, is that it's less effective. Fair. Whereas if you just line up and run the ball immediately, the minute, then they can really fire out a lot better. That's what I think. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know. I have no proof. I, I've. I don't know if there, that's even something you could analyze statistically. Like that, if anyone keeps track. That sounds
2: like something that an NFL team's analyst department would be able to look at, unless you are the
0: Redskins, who does not have one <laughs> because they don't see the value. <laughs> yeah um i don't yeah i don't know if anyone keeps track of data of um when the ball is snapped in the play clock but that would be the useful one you could just compare running plays where the ball is snapped at one second left in the play clock versus running plays where the ball is snapped at like 10 seconds left or earlier and see which one is more effective in general so yeah that's my theory as to some of some of the reasons that our running game was rough but, I mean, in theory, that's what the Packers have always done. We really like to run that play clock down to the nub.
1: <laughs> the so nub. Frustrating.
0: So, also, hey, Badgers. Big Ten championship. So,
1: what exactly has to happen for us to make the playoffs now? We Nothing. can yeah, It's oh.
0: basically physically impossible. Oh. If we hadn't lost Illinois, we'd be very much alive. Okay. But... Yeah, we lost to Illinois, so now it's L- losing impossible. one
2: game to the top team in the country. Yeah. And then, and then, you then know, winning... taking out a couple other ranked teams that could put us in a position where if we beat Ohio State this weekend, we could maybe sneak into that four spot. But no, that just we already lost to I don't think it's physically possible. Illinois. No, no, no. I'm saying that, like, if we, oh, had if not we lost to Illinois, yeah. oh,
0: I think we'd be on the inside looking out, honestly. If we were able to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship and avenge our only loss. I think we'd probably be very very likely to be in as the Big 10 champions.
2: You know, that that's what I'm saying. But yeah. we we lost to Illinois and there's just no chance. Even yeah. if we even if we kick Ohio State's teeth in, which won't mm. happen. But if we won 70 to 3, we would still like they'd be like, "Oh wow, this Badger team's legit. We're moving you to number 6 or 7."
0: Yeah. I feel like 6 is the peak because I'm looking and one of LSU and Georgia, that's one seed, whoever wins that game. Um, if we beat Ohio State, they honestly would still probably get in over us, ironically enough. Um, Clemson, they're going to win, and they're in. And even if they lose, they're probably in over us. Utah, and um, now if Utah wins, they're in, but that's not necessarily guaranteed. Um, Oklahoma or Baylor, the winner of that would be in over us. Um those those are probably the only guarantees, but you know that's right there like five or six teams, guaranteed over us, so no chance. Rose Bowl though is in play if we yeah. can if we can play them tight, but we'll see. I'm a little fucking nervous that it's
1: gonna be fifty six to zero again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh and then do we want to talk about rick and morty season four episode three or did we say all we had to say about it
0: yeah it was kind of a fun concept yeah and it, it screamed dan Harmon. oh to yeah. me. oh like yeah the whole time it was just like because i i've <laughs> actually there's a fun youtube video That was one of the ones that got me into Harmontown originally, Mm -hmm. which um, actually is having its second to last episode taping tomorrow. Oh, shit. uh, December 2nd. The tickets are all sold out. Otherwise, I'd be going, unfortunately. And then the last one is next week. Um, But yeah, there's a clip of Harmontown where he talks about um, Now You See Me. Mm. (laughs) And he just, it's like a 12-minute rant. (laughs) Of the Disney Channel movie? no now you see me it's the magician wait. heist movie or whatever with um jesse eisenberg oh, and Woody oh, wait, 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 wait. yeah yeah i know what you're talking yeah. about yeah he he just rails on it for like 12 minutes and a lot of his points surround like heist films and shit like that and it, it was hilarious and it was one of the clips that were like i should listen to this podcast and um So, yeah, that that really shone through in that episode for me. Just pure, unadulterated hatred of the heist movie concept. So, that was fun.
1: Hmm. You son of a bitch. I'm in. (laughs) What's the job? What are we doing? (laughs) Gets an injection. I'm out. I'm not a part of this. Who's (laughs) kidding these?
0: Oh, Terrifying. Uh, I did. Yeah.
2: so then there's a double cross, and oh yeah, the, <laughs> doing ba- it was part of the good guys' plan all along. But it found you find out that it was the bad guys' plan for that to happen. There's a switcheroo, and oh guys, I don't want to do this, buddy. If you're <laughs> slowing
1: down because you don't think you're doing a great job, trust We're me, you're nailing it.
2: No, I just I just think that heists are dumb now.
0: <laughs> I just I want to leave he heisted his that's funny i guess yeah. that is funny yeah no, In the no, end no, they no. did bring the, the, it around the final joke is yeah. very funny but <laughs> they did bring it around that he heisted his will to make a heist movie
2: because <laughs> if he got successful he would leave him yeah that is pretty funny. And I like getting a the, show picked up by Netflix is a very yeah. attainable goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I like her
0: literally be, Summers just like, yeah, three of my friends have Netflix overall. <laughs> They're just taking everything they can get at this point. That's also very Dan Harmon. When you hear him talk about like all the Netflix deals that he's turned down. <laughs> it's It's pretty funny.
1: Ooh, and and... <laughs> you're gonna be tired hearing that by the end of this semester. <laughs> yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, Elon then the Tusk. after credits, Elon Musk is fucking dumb. I I agree. It
0: was. It was so stupid. Even if it was kind and of making literally... fun
1: of him, I oh
0: Elon Musk it, is absolutely willing. to That make was fun his of voice. No, yeah. I
1: know, and I wonder if Elon Musk realized that it was kind of yeah. at his expense. No, he absolutely does. Oh, he did.
0: 100%. Ugh. Elon Musk is very much cool with, like, uh, making fun of himself. Um, but, yeah, no. I remember Dan at one point was talking about how Elon Musk was his new best friend. Uh, and I was like, oh, I bet you he's in this next season. No. Um, what's it called? Also, Kanye was in their offices recently. Mm, <laughs> I was oh. like, I wonder. <laughs> so, there you go. Um. But yeah, and then fun, hilariously enough, I was talking to, like, my coworkers about, like, how that I thought thought that joke was funny because we were talking about, like, Netflix deals and how everyone and their mother has one now. And they're like, like, ironically enough, I do know two different people with deals in Netflix right now. <laughs> 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 that, like, you know, we hang out, like, you know, every other weekend or something. And they're, you know, not, like, super famous creators or
1: anything. They just have Netflix deals because everyone has Netflix deals. I shitload of streaming services right now they need content
0: yeah but netflix in particular is egregious because they don't actually associate with other studios very much they just make a lot of in-house shit with their quote-unquote studio mm-hmm. so then you make a deal with their quote-unquote studio churn out a bunch of shit which just goes in there gets chewed up by the algorithm probably doesn't get watched by anyone and it's because they've had money over the past five or six years they could do that but now that like there's other players in the game, they're probably completely fucked.
1: are I? So, this might not be true anymore. But I remember for a good stretch, Netflix was just hemorrhaging money. But oh, yeah, they they still haven't turned a profit. Yeah, ever. but then they have no problem getting more investments because for the longest time they were the only person. Or they are the only company doing this at that uh, at their volume, mm-hmm. and it's kind of too big to fail situation.
0: Well, they wanted to basically. Before, because they knew it was inevitable, the barriers to entry were too low for big companies to do their own platform. So they basically wanted to flood the market with such good content, which <laughs> they didn't really succeed mm-hmm. in. all, um, that basically they became indispensable, even though like when they were unable to license content like The Office and everything like that, that people would still be like, yeah, but I got to watch my, I don't fucking know what's Mindhunter mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, so that they wouldn't cancel their subscription when that happens, but as their prices keep climbing and climbing, and at this point I think they're basically the same prices like HBO Go, Ooh. which is just better.
1: <laughs> like
0: yeah, just all their stuff is so much better than Netflix's. Like, it's uh it's becoming a problem for them.
1: Yeah,
0: and now they want to crack down on account sharing. Which means that no one's gonna watch their shit. No, I, because I don't think I know a single person who has a Netflix account that only they use. <laughs> like
2: everyone's got at least someone I have never paid else for Netflix it. in my whole life. I am. Me neither.
1: I I own the Netflix account for my family and am their tech support for Netflix. Yeah. And yeah, you know, like, even if you're the
0: only one whose name is on it, bro. I I know people who have like a roommate. That'll watch it on like some connected device, like a Roku or something. Yeah, like everyone is "quote unquote" sharing a Netflix account. That's just I, a thing. Yeah, that you gotta accept. Netflix. I, yeah. <laughs>
1: Good luck. So that Netflix. was a fun
0: barb for me as a television employee.
1: Bring back American Vandal.
0: I wish I could. It, I mean, it's. I. It, it's it's great. They got
1: one more season, I think. One more season turn it around, make it a little introspective. I think it could be good.
0: I don't think anyone's interested, unfortunately. I am. Yeah. Well, you can buy your own, uh, distribution platform and then pay what, probably at least 3 million an episode. (laughs) So if you're cool with that, then I think we, we got, we got something for you.
1: Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hold you to that. To thirty million dollars. All right, it, the, gears are turning.
0: <laughs> How can I raise thirty million dollars for one season of a show that I like?
1: Crowdfunding.
0: Jesus, you can't get thirty million. <laughs>
1: and that's just the licensing fee by the way hey guys i have it on good authority that if we can raise 30 million dollars we can get another season of american vandal let's do this oh my god
0: i am making a gross estimation of the licensing fee once again not the actual production cost like if you wanted to self-produce a season, you're you're looking at at least seven million an episode.
1: I mean, I'm only like. interested in the version of season three that's in my mind. So anything, any compromises at any <laughs> stage in this process will not be tolerated.
0: <laughs> well, now you're looking at like eight or nine million an episode. <laughs>
1: you're literally gonna
0: have to fund everything and buy out like the creators and everything like that. <laughs> so I don't know. This is starting to get this is starting to get Game of Thrones level expensive. <laughs> I, seems a little obnoxious.
1: Ryan, I am a mediocre white man. I deserve Game of Thrones money. Ah, <laughs> uh, D&D. We are two mediocre white men. Uh, who's the other one? Fuck, who's, who's the D to my D? I don't know.
0: Who's your creative partner that would write this show with you?
1: I'm going to let you in on a secret, Ryan. It's
0: you. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I feel like American Vandal is one
0: of the shows that I like a lot. It's not like my favorite show or like a show that I would die for. Ryan, been... when you've been in this industry as long as I have, oh, you'll realize
2: that it, it doesn't matter what you like.
0: <laughs> what does matter, Andrew? Money! Oh. and what... Well, American Vandal doesn't make any fucking money,
1: and that's why no one's picking Change it up.
0: Change that!
1: How?! <laughs> I, by making it heart. so that people in Iowa will get off their tractors to watch it. No
0: one will get off their tractors to watch a bunch of fucking memes <laughs> about high school kids written by Jabuki Young-White. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, really? He wrote that shit? Yeah. He, he was like the consulting producer and one of the writers. Oh, that, that's, that's He's he basically their youth consultant <laughs> because ah. he, he's like the only funny
1: person... That understands, like, actual youth culture. Okay. Like TikTok and shit like that. Season three of this does come out. There's absolutely going to be a TikTok reference in it.
0: There, well, there was TikTok in the second season. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: I blacked that
0: out. Okay. Ah. Yeah, no, there was, there was a little bit of TikTok. Mm. That was when I knew. I was like, oh, shit, they're actually, like, really fucking in touch. As if the first season didn't prove it enough. I know you had your qualms with the Twitch thing. But now Twitch is on the outs, so (laughs) now you can feel good about those barbs, because everyone hates Twitch now. Going to Mixer, where
1: people don't know football. (laughs) Mixer is ninja. I, you know, that is 80% of that bubble. mm, Might not be wrong. (laughs) All right, I think we're in the wind down. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 76 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a rating, review, l- give us a like, subscribe for more, all the stuff depending on the platform you're listening on. Um, if you want to ask us any questions or have any business opportunities for us, please send us a message over SoundCloud or send us an email, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. We'd also love it if you could join the likes of Sensual Richard Nixon and support us on Patreon. That is www.patreon.com backslash voluntary underscore viewing. And then if you follow us on Twitter, at V2 underscore podcast, you can keep up to date with all the goings on of the podcast. And of course, I am Lucas DeWriter, freelance writer and a bunch of other stuff. If you want to keep up with what I'm doing, follow me on Twitter. At Lucas to maybe say something nice if you read one of my things. You know, drown out the shitty people. It'd, it'd be good if we could get that as like a thing that just happens on the internet. You know, I'm fine, but I'm just saying in general, it'd be nice if the internet was nicer. Jesus, oh boy. <laughs> um, we still need to do a clap sync. We can. We shall.
2: We have technology.
1: Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Wait, wh- what?
0: Yeah, zero context. I know what you were doing, but zero context. That sounds weird. <laughs> He's
1: bashing the dollar bill with the computer. No, no, yeah, okay. But.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> we all know what it is. Why is that weird? No, I know. Uh, 16,
0: 17, 18? Yep. 19. 20
2: 21 oh, 22 I, Am I, I behind? You,
1: I'm behind I'm going to refresh you're about a second behind Yeah 27 28 29 30 Yeah, we're right. Yeah, we're on. Um, okay. let's do it at 40 seconds. It was clean. There you go. It was okay. There you go. Wow. Bring this podcast down, Andrew. The greatest one we've done, maybe this decade, and you're bringing us An down hour at the 45
2: end. Forty-five minutes,
1: nailed it. That's what the people want. It
0: gets the people going. Mm. Are we still recording?
1: I, I'm. I'm about to stop. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you.